And greetings, 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 and welcome to the Soul Citizens. And I am Griffin Gaming RPG, and I am here with my illustrious co-host and special guest today to uh, talk to you guys about a very exciting subject that we have here. But before I go any further, let me introduce this illustrious group of Star Citizens. I think we'll start off. Uh, let's start off with our very special guest. Mr. Pars Vall from Vector 27 and Channel 27 News. Gentlemen. Let's give him a shout. What's up there, Pars? Gentlemen, thank you for having me. This, this is an honor. Dude, we're happy. This, <laughs> this is an honor. No, we're happy to have you, man. Uh, we've been talking about this for a little while now, and uh, we finally made it happen. Finally, finally. Uh, we've, we've unleashed... Parzival from his jacket and 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 his news table <laughs> to, to to let his hair down just a little bit to let his hair down a little bit and and, and be the star citizen that he truly truly is. I got so comfortable. I shaved. <laughs> I got so such a nice. I decided to get rid of the beard. Oh, I'm starting no. to like it here. Oh no, dude! <laughs> it, it's it's great to have you here with us. Uh, yeah, and, and, and and real quick, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about Channel Twenty Seven uh, with Vector Twenty Seven? Give a quick uh, shout out to them. Sure, uh, Vector Twenty Seven has been a community that's been around for quite some time. A few years, I've been with them a little bit over a year. Uh, and it's just a really fun, interesting community of friends uh, that are like mature adults, and we just like to kind of play and have fun. And uh, right now, we're a little bit of a, a little bit of a lull, uh, but that's all right. It's because it happens in every kind of game and mm -hmm. in every type of, uh, of you know org you, you run with. So it still kind of rolls, but we're working on it. We're working on it. That's awesome. Um, but anyway, yeah, I've been with uh, with uh, Vector Twenty Seven for a while there. Uh, I'm one of the not a director that'd be tenth, but I'm I'm right underneath it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we we work close hand in hand, mm -hmm. and uh, we try to promote uh, positive gameplay with a bunch of other players and and uh, a bunch of new players wanting to get into the uh, not necessarily the combat focused aspect of the game, but uh, of Star Citizen, but but a profitable one, mm -hmm. and um and one that's that's illustrious and and proud that we can all be proud of. Uh, and so we do that. But at the end of the day, we're always ready to defend ourselves if need be. So we look at it that way in the verse. How can we defend ourselves? Mm -hmm. And so we um, we play with what we're going to be playing with today. So I've been doing that. Uh, Star Citizen, I've been a backer since um, 2015, I think. Okay. So 2014, 2015, around there. And um, I started off with... Uh, Something I, I think I started off with the not even a fighter because I just wasn't that into fighting yet, and mm -hmm. then um, only later on did I grow uh, into the fighting classes. But yeah, I, um, yeah, I just wanted to really kind of just space truck. So that's what got me in here, Star Citizen. I just wanted a nice, easy game to space truck. That's so. cool, awesome. And you guys have that's, got a, a great bunch of folks there that stream. You've got people. We do. Like, we uh, we also run Channel Twenty Seven News. Yeah, yeah. Which which you uh, are lovely. That lovely face yours is, is with us as well as as, as of course tenth and we do a uh, TV show type of thing um, as often as we can because it's an all volunteer uh, channel so we do it as often as we can and we can put a show together uh, with quality content and we provide you kind of the latest and greatest in what's going on and the latest scuttlebutt within the community of how we can react to the the new info and. You know the the whatever comes our way from Star Citizen, so mm -hmm. we're kind of a news program that wants to promote uh, kind of an open communication between uh, the industry itself 
and then as well as the players. And that's and one of the things that makes you guys kind of unique because back in the day, uh, CIG used to do a program that was like IN News, was Intergalactic they News did. or something that they used they to do. They did. And so you guys are kind of like the only people that honestly are doing like a newscast format, which is very unique and very different. Uh, yeah. in reverse. So it's very, very cool that you guys have adopted that. Yeah, that's something that I saw early on too, whenever I heard that there, that was an idea that was floating around CIG. And I thought that would be that would be so fun. Um and I know other other games do it like Eve. And I thought that would be such a cool thing to have players interact within the game. Mm-hmm. But I thought, well we can't do it right now, so what's another great way we can do it in? And we all kind of put our heads together and we came out with this, you know, what happens if we make it we, we impose ourselves into the, the the world itself of Star Citizen. Mm-hmm. So whenever we, we go anywhere live, we try to be as pull as much uh, real world or recorded <laughs> volumes of, of just gigabytes of just of just loaded recordings of just NPCs walking back and forth and you're just watching the moon rotate. Yeah. And we have hours of footage of that. So <laughs> so we always try to make it look like we're uh, we're live and, yep. and in the game and, and trying to have as much fun with it as possible. That's great. Well, again, man, welcome. We're really happy to oh, have you on with us me. today. I'm going to connect the dots here and go to 10 Sigma yeah. because you guys have relationship uh, beyond just knowing each other. But 10th uh, uh, say Love. hi, and then 10th kind of talk about oh, how you ended uh, up connecting with channel with uh, with Vector27. Maybe uh, share a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, it was actually a really cool experience. Um, not to take a lot of time on it, but um, I was running my own org, uh, Sigma Ventures and Holdings, which was, um, again, not a really uh, fighting-based or military-based org. Uh, but more so geared towards uh, revenue generation and entrepreneurship inside of the verse. Um, and gosh, uh, probably at the top of this year, um, we Venture 27 and uh, Sigma Ventures and Holdings uh, merged um, yeah. to um, merge our two orgs together. And uh, it was a great fit, and it, it has been so far um, due to the fact that, like Parz was saying, uh, the alignments between the orcs and the values that we shared uh, aligned. And so we were able to bring um, more of the community together inside of this org to, um, you know, uh, craft our visions for what we want to be and do inside of the verse and help uh, new players facilitate that. Um, it, it's a it's a vast world. It's a big universe. Um, that's constantly growing, and so uh, Vector Twenty. In fact, one thing Pars didn't say was Vector Twenty Seven was one of the original new player uh, orcs uh, for yeah. when people would um, join up and look for people to play with. Mm-hmm. Um, Vector Twenty Seven was one of those orcs. So my org came much later, um, but that was going to be our, uh, our 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 lean was uh, entrepreneurship, and so we we merged with V Twenty Seven. It's been fantastic since uh, Pars and I helped run the community along with about uh 12 other leaders um and it's uh it's a really cool experience and so out of that like par said we have channel 27 news couple of projects that are on hold right now uh just because of life and uh just the state of the game but uh you know they go through these transitions but we're really happy to be part of the community this way yeah very cool very cool and last but not least the professor himself Kimmy sixty five is joining us tonight. Kimmy, what's oh, up, brother? Oh man, I'm so Sunday night, right? And uh, <laughs> I want to say to chat with all of that wealth of information from those two, 
that is why I watch Channel 27. <laughs> These guys make it fun. It's insightful. It's knowledge-based. And I'm addicted, and I can't wait for the next episode. <laughs> we'll get back to it. Yeah, we will. Yeah. But, but Kimmy's a celebrity anyway. So. Yeah. But, He's a celebrity in his own. Yeah, yes, it doesn't. It just, <laughs> we're honored to sit here next to you, Kimmy, because, you know, yeah. you're, 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 you're on the videos now, dude. What are you talking no. about? <laughs> I don't have a notepad. I don't have a notepad for anything else for notes. I just want your autograph. That's all I want <laughs> is your autograph, sir. So when you have a minute... I really want to get oh. that graph, sir. I think that was I think, amazing. I think Kimmy's going to have to live with that at least through the end of the year. Uh, but, you know, we were really proud of him, and we were really excited when we saw that uh, yeah. CIG threw him into the One Community cool. video, which hey, was awesome. Hey, so. Pars is rocking. He's killing that Carrick shirt. You guys may not see it, but he <laughs> is right. rocking that Carrick right. shirt, man. Yeah, yeah, baby. <laughs> I only bring it out for special occasions. Oh wow! I only bought one, and it was like it took like six months to get. So I'm 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 one ones at a time, and it goes right back into its linen bag. And <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Plastic hey, bag, and it's fine. Hey, well, based on the premise of this show, I thought about this. I wanted I wanted to hand this guy hand this to you all, uh, including uh, everyone here at chat. Uh, I don't know if it's a joke or not, but here, I'm going to just throw it out there. Shoot. What did the the old grizzly Aurora said to the brand new Aurora fresh off the uh, manufacturer floor? This is the first Star Citizen joke I've ever heard, so I can't wait. To yeah, hear no, it. I have no idea. He might be known for something else now. He might be known for something else. Tell him the first Star Citizen joke. I think I know where he's going with it. I think I know where he's going with it, and it's super funny. Um... Uh, first time falling on the floor. I don't know. What's, That's what's my the, lame joke. What is it? Uh, hey, you may be brand new and all that, but I got guts. <laughs> oh. but, uh, but it's the premise uh, of the show, right? Oh, Jesus. God. Oh, Jesus. God. oh God. <laughs> I know. It's, Jesus, I know. Please. I know. Yeah. But it, it, it's the premise of the show, right? When we're talking <laughs> about fighter ships, up. and it's you know just you're gonna get a basic ship, right? GG oh, yeah. <laughs> GG is giving you her oh, review. Oh man, rotten tomato, virtual yeah, they, rotten they, tomato. They gonna start throwing tomatoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll give it. We'll give it to you, Kimmy. We'll oh, give you it still to want you. that autograph? It right? was the first. <laughs> this is how he learns, people. This is how he learns. I put the I put the uh the link in for Vector twenty seven. You guys definitely give them a shout, check them out, go yep. like them. Can't wait for you guys. Uh, when they get back online, it will be well worth uh the education and the information that they share. Let me send it out one more time. There it is right there. And uh, hey, let's let's hop into it. Um, I want to do a quick background check on everybody because as you guys know, whenever we do this show, we try to bring people on who kind of have some inkling yeah. of what it is we're talking about. But this show is kind of a mixed bag. Um, so hopefully what I want to do is kind of get a grade from one to, let's say one to five, uh, where you are when it comes to being a fighter into fighter ships. And and, 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 I, and everybody's not the same here. I, I can tell you that right off the bat. So why don't we start off with Kimmy? Where would you put yourself from, let's say five means that you are definitely an ace, you know, uh, you know, Mustang kind of, you know, I'm going to go out there and that's all I want to do is combat fight or a one. Where it's not really your thing, but hey, you recognize it's part of the game. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna 
put a little curve in there. I'm a 3.5. Okay. Oh. Okay. No, yeah. that's fair. Oh, right there in the middle. Yeah, Kimmy. That's fair. Oh. Yeah, Kimmy. That's fair. Yeah. That's, that's fair. All right. Okay. Pars, how about you? Where are you landing? Under at? those circumstances, I'm a 0. 0.5, I guess. I don't know. No. Uh, <laughs> no, I know that's not I would, you. I would, I'm probably, I'm, I'd say between like a 2 and a 3. Two really two and a three really yeah. wow okay I, I like fighting I, i'm a i'm a decent fighter I, mm-hmm. I by no means do i claim to be a professional but because okay. there's always a bigger fish but man okay um yeah i don't i i, I will never say i'm a, I'm a five or a okay four. i got you i got you I'll not a top gun that. okay that, that's fair <laughs> tenth how about you where do you land tenth uh man you know um that's a one or two boss like i i um i fight to get myself out, out of a pinch Right, because uh, I don't want to scratch the paint, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's hard to buff those laser marks out of that origin <laughs> shit, man. Oh, here we go. Here Hours we go. to hire a crew and, for and, that. And you know, and you know what? Tenth, tenth, we tenth, we got tenth, tenth, we got to treat him good because he's a guest, right? That's the only reason why we got to cut some slack today. We got to cut some slack because he's a guest. He's going to wear that out and buy him now. Oh shit. Okay, well, oh, I'm, I'm going to say for myself, I'm probably a two, to be honest with you. Maybe a two, two and a half, maybe. Uh, and, and, and again, I see a lot of people putting numbers in chat, which is great. If you are a four or a five, we want to hear from you. Cuddles, I see you out there. Because what we're going to be doing is going through ships. And this is based oh, upon our yeah, somewhat limited knowledge on fighter ships. And if you have something to say about the ships that we're picking, then please do put it in chat because we are not trying to be the yeah. authorities. But we do want to talk about the subject because even though we're not maybe big into it, we recognize how important it is to Star Citizen and this, I guess you could say the circle of life in this game. So we really, really do want to have your, your input on this. Um, let me give you guys the ground rules on this. Uh, the ships that you're gonna, we're going to be talking about are in five categories. First category is going to be light category. Uh, second is going to be medium medium fighters. Third is heavy fighters. Fourth is going to be stealth. And then fifth is interdiction. And we picked those categories not because we picked them, but because that's how CIG designates these different ships. Yeah. So understand what we're going to do is take the light fighters. We're going to name them all off. We're going to talk about what we like about them, what we think is cool about them. We're going to want to see what you guys have to say in the chat about them as well. And then we're going to move through them because, as you guys know, there are a lot of fighter ships in Star Citizen. So there's no way for us to talk about each individual one. We will maybe talk about the ones that we personally own or the ones we've personally flown, what we like about them, what we don't like about them. So that's the general ground rules for this, okay? So I'm going to do my best, guys, to sometimes bring up on screen, if if there's a particular ship we want to get some information on, just let me know. I'll look it up and bring it up. But in the meantime, we're just going to start talking about them. So uh very first one oh i'm sorry there was a sixth category please forgive me <laughs> and it's, oh, that's right. there's only one ship in this category and it's called snubs and according so to the rsi website there's one ship that they consider a snub fighter and that would be the p52 merlin uh real quick guys give me your feedback on that particular ship do you own one flown one uh you know, melted one, <laughs> whatever category it oh, may yeah. be in. I've melted a few in my day. Um, <laughs> right? I, I mean, I've flown them several times on several different occasions, and and they're solid ships. I mean, it's I like I pre- I prefer a nice Merlin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for if I know I'm going to be near Porto or something because somebody's being a, a jokester, mm-hmm. a Merlin's a great ship to pull out, in my opinion, and, and just fart over people. <laughs> it's guys that are being jerks. 
It's a hard to yeah. shift the tr uh, track and target for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it for me, my, my, you know, it's a feather. And so you're, you're really just kind of floating in that thing. Hmm. And it's, it's really hard to hit, uh, hit that moving and small of a target, especially when you have it in a decent, in the hands of a decent pilot. Yeah. Because I yeah. think it, it's such a small signature for a ship. Uh, you, you do have wiggle room to, to make some mistakes. And I think that's a <clears throat> fortunate ship in that class because there's, it's the only one of its kind. Let me throw this question at you. Uh, let me throw this at 10th because I got a different one for Kimmy. Uh, 10th, when that ship was first marketed, when the Constellation series came out, one of the big pieces on buying the Constellation was because you got the P-52 snub. And it was kind of marketed where if you were under attack, that snub could dis, you know, separate itself and maybe assist in helping defend. Do you think that's practical now? Or do you think that ship is going to be more of a, when it's tied to the Constellation, I'm only talking about when it's tied to the Constellation, do you think it'll be more of a, a reconnaissance scout ship similar to how some people would use the Pisces for the Carrick. Yeah. You know, what, yeah. what are your feelings about it? Yeah. yeah, when they said that it was going to be a, a snub fire for the Constellation, I thought that was a, a, a good move. I think that now it's, fine, it's found a little bit more utility in the sense that, it again, it could get you out of a pinch. The fact is with, with uh, more uh, multi-squad, multi-group gameplay, that thing's not going to really hold you out for long yeah. enough. Um, but... It will do a great job on, um, you know, a quick, uh, like you said, Griff, reconnaissance mission, or maybe, you know, a, a quick, um, you know, um, stop down from, a, you know, you're outside of a space station and, you you know, you want to jog down to the surface or, you know, whatever, just really quick travel mm -hmm. like you would use a Pisces for um, in the larger ships like the Carrick. Uh, but the, this deal is, a, it's a small ship. Uh, I've... I had one and melted it, I believe. Um, but it's a it's a great ship to have if you have larger ships and maybe want to add a little bit of extra utility to something like a Constellation or a, mm -hmm. or a Carrick or something like that. So yeah, good right. good ship. All right, and Kimmy, I'll throw this one at you about the P fifty two. You know, I I kind of look at that ship now as almost like a like a mosquito, right? You know, one of them may not be a big deal, but Five or six of them, or seven of them. How? I feel good. Nordic America, thank you for the subscription. We appreciate that. Hey, Nordic. Thank you. Hey, Nordic. Um, if there were, and I'm saying this in relation to like how they're looking at the talent, let's just say that there's maybe eight or six or seven of those ships. Uh, do you think they'll be more effective working as a group if someone decided to, some weird way, put a bunch of those on a ship? And the other thing I want to ask you about is it. one of the things that people don't like about the ship, it just doesn't have quantum, right? It can only stay within a certain system or range. So do you, first of all, let me ask you the question about the quantum. Do you think that's a, a negative for that ship? And if it isn't, what's the positive, you know, in the sense that it doesn't have one, what's that ship good for beyond what we just talked about already? Well, yeah, it's definitely a negative. It doesn't have the quantum, but it, it's according to just like Star Trek lore, it's your proverbial uh, red shirt. And knowing that it's just as its role is uh, fully, fully fleshed out, mm -hmm. it's kind of just to assist or maybe to offset turret attacks uh, and to or to and or to help the um, the constellation get away from trouble when it gets mm -hmm. down to it. Um, it it's it's multi-purpose in a way that it's, it's kind of a, an assist type of ship. Mm hmm. But as you said, when you can uh, compile a number of those ships, mm -hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be pesky. It's gonna be a problem 
Oh, Colossal. Oh, 07. Thanks, Colossal. Hey, Two months subscription. Thank you. Wow. I appreciate that. It's going to be a problem <laughs> mm-hmm. because then you're talking about targeting and then you have to focus on one. But then at the same time, you have this united attack. Uh, by default, you're going to have the Connie coming bearing down with on you with these missiles and these lasers or whatever weapons you choose. Mm-hmm. And then you have also the, um, the P-52 Merlin assisting as well. Uh, maybe just offsetting and causing trouble too. So it, it's more of a, a, a companion in the regards of when, it, when you look at its priorities, it's going to be the Connie. Make sure you protect the Connie and then... Oh, seven parts. Thanks, Parsons. <laughs> our guest, our guest is oh, right. Thank you, man. Thank you, I had to laugh at that. One. Back door. Thank you, Duke. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, Thank you. sorry. I didn't want to cut you off. But you reminded me. I was like, shit. <laughs> All right. All right. No, In this value, point. you know, when, and, and you know what? Parswell just struck something. He just brought something up. When you look at uh, the P 52 in terms of. Its its speed is its asset. Mm, when you compare yeah. it with other snub ships or mm. other parasite ships, it's fast. Uh, yeah. I, I don't want to get off track. Like the Pisces, I'd rather be in a P fifty two Merlin because of that the asset of the P fifty two is its speed. Mm-hmm. That's a good. Point. Uh, it's a hard. It's hard to to track on it and take it out. But at, at the end of the day, the priority is making sure the Connie is uh, secured, and you can also use it. Uh, to protect uh, the rover when you're doing recon on on ground air to ground surfaces, so mm-hmm. nice. it has a lot of value in that. Nice. Yeah, very cool. I want to highlight just a couple things that uh, Ops Chief talked to tossed in. One of them he said was that it would be great as an escape ship, which I guess is true if you're in there by yourself, yeah. or if you've got a VIP or somebody who needs to get in and get out because something bad's going to happen until they get escape pods working on the Connies. But then he also said, you know, it's too bad that they don't put a quantum in it, at least to make it work similar to how the Pisces is with the Carrick, that that ship would be for the Aquila. Because true enough, with the Aquila doing exploration, oh. it would be that would be kind of a cool idea. So thanks, Ops Chief. That's a yeah. really, really great observation. So that's our only snub ship. Thanks, guys. That was really good information in relation to We do to have that. to throw in Archimedes. Nope. Archimedes, no. believe it or not, is listed. See, that's what I told you. That's what I told you. Don't get me wrong. No, no, Kimmy, no. Kimmy, you're absolutely right. I would have by default put it in, and then I went to the website. They do not have it they listed. Don't, they don't have it. It blew my mind that it was not listed wow, as for that. It. Yeah, they changed it. It's got its own different category. So I was, believe me, I, I was thinking just like you were, brother. And it, I was like, wow, okay. So that's the only nice. one that they, that, mind you, again, this is what CIG puts down. And again, I want to mention this to the, to the uh, chat. There may be ships that you may consider fighters, and, and for you, that that's a fighter ship for you. No, we're not arguing that point. We are just trying to go by what CIG says because it would be yeah. very difficult for us to name every ship because yeah. you could use almost any ship in the game as a fighter depending on almost every ship. So let's move into the light fighter category. Um, yeah. Let's toss this. There's several of them. I'm going to name them, chat, and then if you want to shout out the one that really is the one that, that digs you, then you let, let me know which one it is. Um, we've got the Car 2 All. We've got the Gladius and its variants. We've got that Pirate Gladius. We've got the Mustang Delta. We've got the Talon. Now, interestingly enough, they don't have a designation for the Talon or the Talon Strike on the website right now because they're both brand new. But I know that they said it was a light fighter. And I don't know what they call the Talon because it's that bomber. But I don't know if it's a a light fighter bomber. I don't know what the heck it is. Um, Find out. Yeah. The Arrow. You guys know about the Arrow. Love Um, the Arrow. Another surprising one was the Hawk. The Hawk was put in as a light fighter. Uh, Banu Defender. uh, The the, the ever-loving Aurora MR. 
the one that I know Kimmy will t- can tell you anything about, the Aurora <laughs> LN, uh, the Reliant Tana Blade, and the 125A. Um, so, yeah, those are the ones that have been considered into the light fighter category. Uh, Pars, I'm going to hit you first. Uh, if there were a couple of those in there that are the ones that impress you and a couple of the ones in there that you say, eh, which ones would you grab at? Uh, from, I'm, I'm an exotic guy. Uh, Tent will definitely tell you to that. But uh, the Cartwall, uh, for me, is is a gorgeous ship, and, mm-hmm. and I want to see more like them. Um, that, that one stands out to me the most, and I think it's just, it's just a very um, – it it looks to me like it's a, 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 a punching at a at a lower weight class. Let me ask not, you, not not in terms of the armament, but in it, in how it looks. Well, let me ask you and, the truth to be told question to you: Were you digging it, it before is. the overhaul? Because after the overhaul, a lot of more people fell in love with it. You know, they strengthened it up a little bit. They gave it a little bit more firepower. Or were you just kind of digging it because of the design in general? I dug the design. It's it the way they did it. It's a beautiful ship, mm-hmm. but the way they also did it, which was out of the box, but it gives an aggressive ability that that. Um, when I look at a ship, especially that ship, I look at broad. To me, what comes to my head is broad shoulders coming towards me, mm. um, and that and that's a big. That's that's oh shit! I don't like that. Mm-hmm. So um, it gives me those that nerves, and mm-hmm. I and I'd like to think that if I was in a ship like that, that I would be able to provide that sort of intimidation by not even firing around. Okay, but I'm not even doing a shot first because I'm I'm a, I'm a lover before a fighter. I'll, <laughs> I'll fight, but I I, yeah, yeah. I don't want to do it. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if you want to do it, I want to be as aggressive looking as possible to intimidate you to stay away from me. Mm. And I think having a ship like the Cartuwal, which which unfortunately I don't have, uh, and I regret, but that would be a ship that that I would definitely put put in my bank. Reminator, thank you for the follow. Okay, what, is there a second one or one you want to say that ah you wouldn't be bothered with? Um, I I, uh, I love the Tana. I think the Tana is a unique looking ship. Uh, the the flight signature also is different. And I think those unique signatures make for a more challenging uh, fight, especially because you, the other the other ships like a Gladius I have, and that's a lot of people in a Gladius, and mm-hmm. it's just that it's that common, you know, when you get into your first fighting ships, one of the Gla- Gladius reminds you of an A10, so most people look at that, think of an A10 Warthog, and go and buy it, mm-hmm. and at least for me, that's the majority of my friends. When we all bought them, we all said, "Oh, it's an A10," um, but. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you have ships like that. But these exotic-looking ships really capture my heart because um, it's a unique. When you get into a fight with that, you know it's going to be a different game. It's going to be a different fight. It's not going to be your normal, um, normal toe to toe. And I like those, especially when it's again, if it's in the hands of a good pilot. Okay. And if there was one fighter in the group that you would take, toss off the list, which one would you go for? Like the yeah, hawk. No interest. In the hawk, really? The hawk. Really? I chuck it. I, uh, <laughs> I love. I love the hawk. I love it. I, uh-huh. I, I love the look. I own it. Uh-huh. Uh, but I would not take that into a fight. I mm. just. I just wouldn't. I have it before, and I learned right away. It was just. It was just uh, not good. Not good. Huh? <laughs> okay. All right, Kimmy. How about you? Which uh, Which one would you top, take off the list here that you dig? You said take off the list? No, I'm sorry. The ones that you like, that you like. I'm okay. sorry. Which one's the one you like? Oh, I'm sorry. oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, um, Paris, I got to give it to you. Um, the aspect of the Cartuol, uh, that was one that was very intriguing to me. And at the same time, I, I was immediately disenchanted, but and then I fell back in line with what the concept is all about. And when you talk about that, you have to look at the concept of the flight model and how that is going to be incorporated into how we fight and use these ships. And 
So with that said, and, and the fact that SIG, SIG themselves said they're going to realign what they're doing yes. with this particular ship. And so I went back in and upgraded. Actually, I have the um, Sentak Ya, but it's still based off of the Kartual. Mm-hmm. And the, the aspect of that ship and in regards to uh, uh, PVPing or, or dogfighting, it's the aspect of the flight model that we've yet to really see or flesh it out yet. We have atmospherics. We get that. We have the ship that performs like a brick, VTOL. We sort of have an inkling of that, the first iteration. But here's the other aspect, the six degrees of flight. Some people call it six degrees of freedom. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about, and as you guys like to say, uh, especially 10th, uh, keep stay on vector. The vector can just change on you when you're talking about aspects of strafe, left, right, at a drop of a dime, the vector is changing just like that. And you're in one of those, like a Gladius, a, a line of sight type of ship where it's a straight line. If, you, if you're being pursued or you get in PvP between a Gladius and a Centak, yeah, I will take your behind up into space and then I will vector all over that ass. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. And, yeah. I, I want to see what that looks like. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh <laughs> but that aspect of that well that concept of PvPing with that type of ship, uh it, it's so intriguing. It, not only as Parr said, I agree, it's it's the aesthetics are out the roof. It it is all out of the roof in, in regards to any you compare that ship with any alien ship by far, it's like the best. Mm. Beautiful color, everything. But when you're talking about the functionality and being able to say, when you take it into space, zero gravity, and then this, this thing is able to vector beyond the, 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 uh, the constraints of how we fly, O-M-frickin-G. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Colossal has given you an acronym, K- Kimmy, that you better get the copyright <laughs> on. He said, Bayota. Bayota. So make sure you make sure you split the royal Viota. Viota. I'm I'm making this is a new thing over it. it uh, I'm gonna Viota all over that A. Vector's <laughs> gonna get a new gift. We're gonna we're gonna put this in our Discord. Awesome. <laughs> Colossal, yeah. thank you for that. Oh seven. That's pretty good. Yes, it's so intriguing. And it's and knowing that the concept is is coming down the pipeline. And the fact that, you know, Pars mentioned that they beefed up things because it's a, a scout ship is supposed to go in, check out what's going on. And they have or they need the ability to whatever they encounter, engage and then come back and report. That's a okay. scout ship. OK, let me ask you, will it be a secondary ship? You looked at the Santaki which would be your secondary ship that you would look at out of this list. And so going back to what it be the Aurora Ellen? No, that's cool. That's, the, that's fine. I gotta go back to the basics, yeah, absolutely. man. Absolutely, I gotta go back to the basics. Yeah, go for, for it. the fact. For yeah, it. for the fact that it's just your starter, and yeah. just like the old Tomex watch, it takes a licking and keeps on ticking. The fact that by default you're gonna get these these um, these upgraded shields, upgraded power plants, and you're gonna get a, a nice complement. Of missiles to go with that as a starter ship yeah it, it takes so much damage that mm-hmm. ship can take a hell of a lot of damage and still be able to say come at me bro mm-hmm. come at me yeah. and you still have right. some missiles it's, to spit uh, out at it yeah yeah for, for like a workhorse because i you're speaking because you you i mean I'm, I'm taking like you you got the aurora was your first ship you bought and so for me i didn't yes. have that option 
So I had to go and get, I had to, um, back when I had to buy in, it was, you know, you can buy this and then you can buy, you know, ships afterwards. Mm. You can buy the game and you can buy the ships Mm -hmm. afterwards. Mm -hmm. So I had had the opportunity to buy them at release, at initial release, where I didn't have to worry about, um, yeah. So when I, when the first ship I bought was um, a Carrick. No, it wasn't a Carrick. It was a, another transport ship. I forgot him. Misc, Freelancer. Uh, so I had a Misc, and it came with the game. So I didn't really have to worry about that other stuff. I had the game package. So I didn't get a start on the Aurora, which sucked, because I would love to have started at that level, because I would have done it the hard way, and I kind of I feel yeah. like I, I, I skipped out on that. Um, so I didn't start on the ships, and that kind of sucks. But yeah, if I would say that's too, because if, if you're comfortable in those light ships when you because they're starter ships that is your go-to whichever one you are most comfortable in because that's the one you've used for you know your go-to growing up Mm. that's the one you want to choose for those light ships and only because those are the ones you've you've played on for hours and hours and hours grinding (laughs) to get to the medium class of ships (laughs) you know it's funny gladestone here says man it's a terrible design terrible ship looks like the guy who designed it was drunk that night and said that it looks cool and we'll use it. Worst ship, right? Now, I, and I will say this, you know, for those of us who've been around any amount of times, we used to call the Aurora series classes the cockroaches, right? I mean, they, they look pretty funky. Yeah. But I will tell you this, in the early days of, of Arena Commander, there were plenty of people who would take an Aurora LN yeah. and take out Hornets and combat ships. And, super and, and Hornets. The, right, and the cool Get it right, thing about Super it, Hornets. Well, I'm just saying Hornets, Super Hornets. But here, <laughs> yeah. this is what was cool. Super Hornets, but, but this is seriously. What was cool. But this is what was cool I, I about saw it. Those, yeah. this, this validated Chris Roberts' statement when he said that it's not about the ships. It's about the pilots that are flying them. And that's a good thing because there are people who will discount or look over other ships that may cost 40 or 50 bucks and think because they paid $250 for something that maybe it's going to give them some great advantage. So and buy a win. Uh, but again, I think to, but to Kimmy's point, this is a great starter ship. If you are looking to get into the fighter thing, and there's some other ones that are on the list that we can talk about that are great entry level for starter ships or they serve a certain purpose within the game. So we want to keep that in mind. Tenth, let me jump to you real quick. Uh, cause we got yeah. a big list here. What's, what's your go-to out of this list of light fighters? And then what would be your second? Oh, I'm sorry, Kimmy, I forgot to ask you, which yes. one of these ships is the one you would throw in the garbage can? The one you wouldn't, you really wouldn't want to fly for fire. Uh, let's, let's pull that tan out and just chuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Oh, it's, you don't. <laughs> let's go ahead and pull it, it and, it so cool. pull and chuck <laughs> it. Pull and chuck it. I would too. I would too. He, he says, he says it, it looks, looks cool. cool. Yeah, it looks it's cool. Like, yeah. And, and you look cool dying too. That's about it. You're going to look cool. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. right. You go down in style. So bad. Go down in style. Okay. All right. Thanks, Kibby. I know. Tim was like, no. When I said that earlier, he was telling me what We're starting off with this guy. Oh, man. All right, Tenth, what are you going no, for I think, and secondary? Um, yeah, I think if I had to pick one of these ships, man, um, you might think I'd say the 125. Um, but honestly, I flew the Arrow before I flew the 125. Mm. And um, that was uh, is a great ship. Now, I know a lot of people say, like, um, and I haven't kept up with the development of the, the Arrow, but when I, I, think I had one, I think I melted it for something else. But that thing was zippy, and it was during the time where a lot of people used it to joust. And that was how I began to understand the pros and cons of fighting. 
Um, understanding, you know, jousting is not going to get you a lot of places. Mm. Uh, but if you know how to pilot a hit and run or a, a kind of a mosquito or a nuisance or, or, or be a, a gnat in, in, in fighting, um, with the with the arrow specifically, you could do uh, some damage, you know, just because yeah. you're harassing your enemy all the time. This isn't one of those I think with all your light fighters, um, these aren't ships that are going to stand toe-to-toe with anybody. Um, they're just going to be in a fleet to get something done um, or pave the way for your heavier hitters or be a distraction or you know, just general harassment, right? Yeah. So, um, so I, I like the arrow. Um, and then I, of course, would go for the 125. Um, it's a sleek design. It's um, well, if, um, go ahead, if the... Sorry, go ahead, Greg. No, 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 you go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Um, and so the 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 125 is if I if I had to pick, um, you could enter you could enter out of 125, but I I subbed in 2014 where the 300 series was the entry level, right? Yeah. So it was um, that's where I started to uh, learn a little bit about how to fly that kind of ship, right? Um, and that's considered a, an interdictor at this point. I don't know if it's changed over the years, but it's firmly in the uh, the 325A is. Oh, 325. And I think the 325. Yeah. So the, the 125 here that we're looking at um, is a is a fantastic like entry level that gets you kind of started on that light fighting. Um, but so yeah, I, I would actually go for the arrow and the the 125 with a with a keeping my eye on on anything in the 300 line. If you had to, you know, wanted to move up to get a little bit more uh, beefy in how you fight, or you know, a little bit more firepower yeah. and maybe some shield. Um, if I had to throw something off of this list, um, I would probably throw the uh, the Delta. Uh, I'm just not a. Uh, it's, it's only because I'm not a fan of consolidated Outerlands or CNOU, um, but. I, I I'm throwing it out, recognizing that the Delta is a good, uh, a capable fighter, right? Like, and I would, but I, it, for me, I would much rather take the Arrow over the the Delta, just in terms of my play style. It's about the pilot, um, and I I need to just zip around and try to maneuver myself around to fight to at least find the exit from it, right? Yeah. Um, but here's the one thing. Let me just say this honorable mention. Right mm-hmm. before we move to the, oh. the next category, mm-hmm. honorable mention, the uh, the talons. Mm. Look, when Pars brought up a good point earlier, that was saying if you see, you know, uh, like when you when you the the feeling that you get when a ship approaches you, mm-hmm. kind of determines how you might fight. Um, the talon, the the sh- the strike uh, by itself might not invoke that kind of uh, fear, but if you look at that picture that they have for the the talon and you see like six of these things like Mm -hmm. diving in on you um that's scary man that's Mm -hmm. scary so i I, yeah yeah. oh yeah yeah. you know that's the only reason i did not i did not choose is because i haven't flown it yet Mm -hmm. and yeah because i'm i'm you know i'm an aspiri i'm a i'm a huge that's your um, deal dude that's my thing but yeah i haven't flown it but that is going to be a remarkable a remarkable ship especially the strike variant with the with the extra it's gonna be i sweet, think it's going to be pretty it's going to be pretty nasty um yeah. in a, in, a, in a nice uh, air wing it's mm, pretty yeah. sweet to have for sure especially to see a, a wing like that 
coming towards you would be a pretty cool sight to see for sure. Um, yep. Jumping out of a QT and popping right on top of you over a, Don't want to a, a moon or a planet or something. Yeah, that's going to be a crazy cool sight to see. Yeah. That's going to be some cool camera footage. I hope, hope <laughs> Channel 27 is there to get it live. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go for I'm going to go for the Gladius. Um, it's it was actually the very first fighter, like serious fighter that I flew. Yeah, in. yeah. Uh, you know, people used to always talk about it being a glass cannon and very vulnerable, but it's also very deadly uh, because it is quick. It takes a little bit to get used to it because it it is very nimble. It's not like the arrow, which for me, the arrow is kind of more, it's sharp, It's more on the dime when it comes to moving, where the Gladius, because it has a little extra weight, is a lot more drifting. But uh, I hate to say it, but when I first used to try to learn how to fight, it was easy to get away from people in this thing. <laughs> it was just really easy for not to get oh, yeah. targeted. Uh, but there's another reason why I want to encourage people about this ship is because this is the ship, as many of you know, that you'll be flying in Squadron 42. Yes. So while they've given them to you free right now, if you've never flown in one, just get in one and just get Take a them. little familiar with it at the very Take least, um, because it is going to be the ship that uh, we will be playing when we get into Squadron 42. Yeah. Um, that's going to be my primary that I'm going to go for as far as light fighters. Um, when it goes to next, the next one's going to be a real interesting one. I don't own one, but I've flown it several times. Um, and it's this one here. The Banu Defender. Uh, now, yeah. the, my, I've got to put oh. a disclaimer on this. We have not <laughs> seen all the tech on this, and we haven't seen what happens when there are two people operating it the way it should be operated. But Where's if, the bathroom? Yeah, don't start. Okay. <laughs> but uh, bring your Gatorade bottle. You'll be all right. So, if, um, if, But if the ship does do what it's supposed to do, where you're, you have a secondary pilot who's assisting you with other operations and shields and things like that, I think it will be an interesting ship. And many of you guys know because the, the uh, what do they call the lasers on here? I forget. Um, there's a certain term for the lasers on this ship. Guys, forgive me for having a brain fart. No, 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 right no, no, no. I had it up. Um, but the particular lasers that are on this ship, they, are, they go out a very good distance. They're more like medium range. And people get targeted by this thing and have a real problem with it. So I'm just kind of tachyon. Thank you, thank tachyons. You. The tachyons, yes, uh, very unique to these ships. The Banu technology is also going to be very interesting to see what we can do with these ships later on. So that's my ship. If I had to toss one out, I hate to say it, but the Aurora MR. Um, that one okay, is just, it's, it's that. the base, you know, it's the base, it's the base it's ship. Yeah. It's, it's the base ship. And I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's a great ship to shuttle back and forth in, but would you really take it to a fight? Yeah, you probably wouldn't. So I'd have to let that one go. The singe, oh, the singe. Yeah. Thank you, Flaw. Um, hey, Griff. Yeah, buddy. As a special note, the Banu Defender, when we're talking about, uh, later on, John Crew mentioned that once we get the... Whenever that is, hopefully soon, the Banu Merchantman, mm -hmm. it's supposed to do some kind of, some sort of more, mighty Morphin Power Ranger type yeah. of transformation oh, yeah. with yeah, the uh, Banu Defender. So keep that in Oh yeah, keep that in tune. Can't wait uh, to go, go power, see what happens. Yes. Um, yeah, there's some weird symbiotic <laughs> relationship, some symbiotic relationship that's supposed to exist between the Defender and the uh, Merchantman. So you're right, Kimmy, that yeah. is something to look forward to. But again, you, that you was did, Griff, and, and if you don't mind for a sure, sec, you touched sure. base going back to i'm gonna it's it's going back to the snub because it popped back into my head again mm -hmm. the merlin again mm -hmm. and how we were talking about briefly uh kind of a, a a cannon like kind of a a cannon fodder and it really when used correctly it correctly it, it's a great idea <laughs> yeah because you could you you can lose 
less money, less currency flying uh, a snub craft if you know you're going to be engaging a, a target mm. in a defensive posture. It's really yes. cool to use in a defensive way. Mm. And it, it helps you <clears throat> utilize your bigger assets for mm. bigger projects that are going to be more uh, um, more beneficial and advantageous for you to take in the battlefield. So by destroying, by, by being able to utilize six or seven to go tackle, you know, a pain in the ass of a fighter pilot who who's bugging, you know, say a freighter or who's bugging a, a bomber, then it's great to have a, a quick reaction force that'll zip by, push it away to keep the big mission back where it needs to go mm-hmm. and to continue on with the fight and and have these little guys. They might get shrecked along the way and just get completely obliterated, mm-hmm. but it buys time for that main force to continue that battle. And and when we get into like the large battles that hopefully we'll see that are Eve level, um, then those are going to be really, really, really uh, game changers on the battlefield, I think. Definitely. By the yeah. way, in case I missed it, Nordic American, thank you for the subscription. If I missed you, Raminator, thank you for the follow again. And DK Baseman, thank you, thank you, thank you for the follow. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us today. Um, okay, that, that's all good stuff. Let's go ahead and change gears, pardon the expression. Let's move to the medium fighters. Um, here's the list on mediums, folks. <clears throat> and again, let me throw the, the piece in here. This is who CIG says is medium, not what we say is medium, so we're just going with their list. Uh, we can go down the whole Hornet series of ships, the F-7C Hornet, the F-7C Wildfire, the F-7C M Super Hornet. Heat, heat, he was a heart seeker. Let me get it right. The F-7C-S Hornet Ghost, the F-7C-M Hornet, Super Hornet, I'm sorry. By the way, notice that the tracker is not on here because they do not consider it as being a medium fighter, just so you guys will know. I didn't miss it. They didn't consider it. We've also got the Scythe. We have the F-7A Hornet. We have the Cutlass Black, and we have the Glaive. So you all can chime in which one of those medium fighters, those of you in chat, if you want to let us know which one you like. Any of the F-7 series uh the santaki is in there um let's see what else do we have in here the scythe the cutlass black and the glaive uh let's do it uh in reverse this time kimmy why, or why don't you tell me i'm sorry Tim, you were last tell me which one of these uh is the one you prefer first second and yeah. toss out yeah man this is this is a tough one this is where uh you have a lot of heavy hitters in this uh thing um and I think uh, I'm just going to take this off the list just to do everybody a favor. Uh, but you got to do the you got to do the Cutlass Black. I'm just going to take that off the list. First draft pick, medium series. You you have to do it. It's it's worth like I talk all the time about it being a workhorse, and it definitely is. Not only for the utility that it has, but for how you can upgrade it, and the weapons you could put on it, the turret, the 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 gunners, the 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 gunner uh, up top, and the the it's gonna it's gonna and then I think we uh, we can't forget too. I think Kimmy, you brought up a uh, maybe a couple weeks ago about the uh, the tractor beams are going to be eventually coming onto the ship as well. So re- re- regardless of all that utility, you still have a significant amount of firepower with the Cutlass Black, and I think um, for me. Uh, my colors, I don't. I think my colors black is in buybacks right now. But um, this is the ship that we were in. Uh, we were talking earlier. This is the ship you're trying to work your way into. Like once you get past your light fighter, your your light ships, you're making a play in these this medium category. And the Cutlass black always surfaces at at the top or the top three. 
you know, uh, for whatever kind of work you're going to be doing in the verse. So first, for uh, this particular instance, fighting, I got to give it to the Cutlass Black. And the second thing that I will take um, that I'm actually not sure if it's uh, flyable yet. Actually, is uh, the Glaive. Now, I, I, I don't typically do um, uh, alien ships uh, or, like, the exotic kind, but this Glaive... And the redo that's coming up, or if it's, I'm not sure if it's actually been, uh, has happened yet, but this thing is menacing, man. Like this, this glaive is serious business by, uh, by Asperia. And, um, I, I'm just, I'm impressed with how it looks. It's very, um, uh, I can't find the word for it. It's, it's not necessarily rugged, but it's very, it's very crude, right? Like the design choice is like, uh-huh. this thing will like snap your head off in like a minute you know no no yeah. questions asked and yeah. so uh i dig this ship uh i dig the cutlass black um i uh, if i if i had to choose something to throw out um i it would be one of the f7s just because there's a ton of variability <laughs> with it like okay. i don't you know so i don't i don't there's a lot of them you know would you miss it <laughs> would you miss it right like what, what would you really miss out of the out of if you just picked a, a hornet type or f7 type and threw it away you know so um anyways that's my that's my pick on the medium category there's a lot of great ships in this in this uh in this channel though for sure okay Okay. kimmy how about you what are your uh first and secondaries on this one okay uh can you run those ships again sure real quick the f's all the all of the all of the f7 series so you've got the hornet the wildfire you've got the uh, super hornet uh, heart seeker you've got the ghost and you've got the super hornet that's all the f7 c series then you've got uh, F7A Hornet. Then you've got the Santakiai, which I know is one of the ones you favor. The Scythe, the Cutlass Black, and the Glaive. Yeah, I'm 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 kind of there with Tenth uh, uh, with that particular ship, which is the Cutty Black, and the rework that they did. Okay. And it uh it it hails back to uh, the Cobra, the Huey, the Cobra Huey, back in the days of Vietnam when they had the two no. pilot. Uh, helicopter mm-hmm. where you had the co-pilot uh in, involved in the uh combat as well uh with that said this thing when we're talking about combat and you're saying uh it's not a thing of well hey man you're gonna missile uh what is what's, what's that concept what is that uh statement called uh missile nerf me or whatever hey this is combat man you have a person <laughs> that's just trying to go to <laughs> go to point a to point b to take care of the bottom line and then you're going to pick a fight and then all of a sudden you're going to complain oh you missile nerf me you're, you're no good mm-hmm. with that said the well, cutty black citizen. <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, the yeah. cutty black will push you back yeah, yeah who, I like, rack I like is, that is true to the yeah, attack put another one tonight cut him back and push you back Fuck, he's creating all these acronyms, all this yeah, shit tonight, yeah, man. He's yeah. solid. Oh, my God. <laughs> but you know what? To, to this point, and, and to, to Tim's point, too, about the Cuddy Black, <clears throat> I've seen several videos where people have tricked this ship out. And they basically tell yeah. you, if you trick this thing out, it is a serious fighter. Uh, I've yes. never gone to that level on it, but I, but you keep hearing that over and over yeah. again. So even though Drake has the reputation of ships that are, you know, moderately built, they're not necessarily the, out of the best materials, whatever. Yes. If you notice many of the stops that you get, the traffic stops that you get are in Drake ships sometimes. So with the cops, mm-hmm. so I, you know, we'll have to see how Drake continues to pan out as we get further balancing and everything else. But 
this ship beyond it being that multi-purpose like kimmy said it's got these all these different things you can do with it yeah. but evidently it is a capable a capable fighter uh, Kimmy, yes. what's your secondary? What's your second one you pick? Uh, that would be the Super Hornet. I mean, in the, mm. in the instance of that turret that sits on the top, and I remember back in the back in the day of Arena Commander, that was the go-to. One when the uh, Super Hornet hit the scene, it was just everyone was just nerfing everybody with the Super Hornets, mm-hmm. and it was just dominant in that Arena Commander uh, PB, PvP uh, gameplay arena. And you were like, oh god. Okay, I gotta up my game, so I gotta get a super hornet. <laughs> but yeah, you're gonna think twice about if it's if it's a one on one battle, you're gonna look at the super hornet, you're gonna make a business decision for sure. Mm-hmm. So that would be the <laughs> second one, uh when you're talking about that level of uh PvP and it can mm-hmm. bear on you those that type of he- uh heavy uh firepower. Mm-hmm. Okay. And which one would you toss out, out of everything that we listed there? I'm not contradicting myself, but it would definitely probably be the Santok Ya. Yeah, yeah I'll give okay. give credit because of the fact that it's not there yet. The concept is there, mm-hmm. but uh, but I think once they get it in, that will be, that will be reevaluated. But knowing what Sig has done with the Cartuol, mm-hmm. they know that they got to step their game up with the Santok Ya. Yeah, they got to step it up. But that's until true. then, I'm like, that, those are my two. That's a good point. Okay. Yeah. All right, Pars, on you. Primary I'll be quick. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll be quick. Uh, only because I don't own any ship in this class. And I, wow. th- these, this is actually the um, my least uh, flown class. Okay. I fly very little medium ships. Very, very little medium ships. When it comes to what, what at least what SC considers mm-hmm. medium. Right, right, right. So I, I in that category, um, I, I own no ships. If I were to... To choose one, I would absolutely say the Cuddy Black is a is a very great prime choice. Um, I've, I mean, the, that's the utilitarian ship mm-hmm. that can kind of do it all right now. And and um, yeah, if if you're coming into a game, I'd highly recommend anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, your next ship after an Aurora MR apparently uh, is going to be a Cuddy Black. But Santaki, I I I love the look. Um, mm-hmm. I love the concept and the idea. You know what Kimmy said. I think it's. Um, I mean, th- those can be really special ships. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but until I get my hands on on flying that, uh, I've flown I've flown the um, uh, the car to wall and but the Santoc I, I I really can't wait to fly and I know that's going to be a joy. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, that's it, man. I, I really have no no one. If I were to throw one on the chopping block, one mm-hmm. of the F. F- F7s. <laughs> any of them. <laughs> yeah. They're great ships, but any of them, because there's so many. Uh, maybe the Ghost, because why? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, for me, you know, it's funny, and I want to go back to something Kimmy was saying about the uh, the uh, Super Hornet. Uh, I, I, I've, never, I've never been one for the Hornet. People were crazy about the F7s. I, you know, even when I gave them to her for free, I would never fly them. But I will say this. When you get in a Super Hornet... You honestly feel like you're like gunned and weapon to the teeth. Yeah. It it really does feel like you know whatever you run into, yeah. even if you don't know yeah. how to work the stuff in it, just push a button and you'll probably Equalizer. kill whatever it is you run into. Yeah, I mean it's it is definitely <laughs> out of that series of ships. I am very curious to see what the uh what the what later on what the ghost is like. We still haven't really seen you know that really implemented. I know that the heart seeker has got modifications to it, but everybody seems to always swear by the super hornet. So. But it's not my ship. I would say that I would go with, I hate to say that, I'm not going to say I hate. The Cutlass Black is definitely it for me. 
Uh, the cool thing about the Cutlass Black for folks is when you're moving from a ship like the um, the um, was it the Arrow, mm-hmm. or if you're moving from the Gladius, it is literally five or ten dollars difference. You go from light fighter to medium fighter. Mm-hmm. It's a great value in the sense of what you're getting. Um, but the one step that the the Cutlass Black has, and I got to go back to the multifunctionality of it. It is great as a fighter. It is great as a transport for moving several people. It works like a uh, like a carrier where you can have guys working side doors, you know, shooting from the side doors, plus the turret, plus the gunner in the front. I mean, there's a lot of functionality to it, and you can move cargo in it. It's got a small f- footprint. It's not really that big of a ship. So I do like it from that perspective. Uh, my, my secondary ship, even though I don't own one, and I, I've stayed away from owning any exotics pars, because once I go down that rabbit hole, it's over with. <laughs> You're done, bro. You're it's done. I made the with. biggest mistake I, ever. I'm not doing it, because if you get one, you got to get the other. And so, yeah. but but I'll say this, that Glaive, if you've ever flown it, I think that thing has size fives on it. It is I've, a monster. I've flown the Glaive, except it's a beef. It is a beefy, beefy ship. So, I don't, I just, I can't get over the cockpit, but it is a beefy ship. Yeah, the whole Van Duel thing. I mean, I love that theme behind it. And, and I hate to say it, I, I, I was, uh, uh, Morphologist put out a great video uh, just recently, I think like yesterday or today, that talks about the different types of things that are in-game and available. But he talks about there are some people in the game who are just collectors. They may never fly the ship. It's like the guy who buys, he says, like people who buy Ferraris and never drive them. If I go down that exotic road, that's what's going to end up happening. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I'm oh, like, yeah. I, I don't yes. want to do that. Yeah. But th- those would be my two. And if I were to toss out something, <clears throat> you know, the scythe is something that needs love. Um, and I, and I want to say this about those exotics based on what Kimmy said earlier. Beyond them being exotic, the fact that CIG is actually putting some type of unique functionality to these ships, that six degrees of freedom that Kimmy talked about, once you master that in these ships, it's going to be way more than the fact that these ships just look cool. It's going to give you a different type of gameplay and advantage yeah. over other players. And the same thing with these Van Duel ships. These Van Duel ships that are designed with these hard edge blades that when they hit your ship, they slice you in half. If you oh start learning how to do that, yeah. that is going to mean something in the game beyond just the fact that they look aesthetically cool. So, uh, clip. Right now, I think the scythe needs that help, but I get the purpose of what's supposed to be there. Uh, but I, I'd have to say I'd probably toss out that F seven C Hornet just because it's at the bottom of the. It's their base Hornet, and their right, other there ones you go. are better. So I'm yes. going to jump there. Okay, uh, we're going to move to the next category, and now we're going to start getting to the heavy hitters here, gang. Uh, heavy fighters, smaller category. Mm-hmm. We don't have as many to look at, but we've got. And I was surprised to see what these were listed, but when you think about their firepower, it makes sense. The Hurricane, the Ares Inferno. The Ares Ion, the Vanguard Warden. I'm going to leave that last one off, guys, because that actually goes into the stealth category, just so you'll know why I'm not reading it, okay? So Hurricane, Ares Inferno, Ares Ion, Vanguard Warden. Let's hit it in reverse again. Pars, we'll start with you on this one. Um, for me, Warden, uh, that's my go-to. That, that was my next step up. Um, when I got it, it was it, it was the literal bad boy. So I mean, there's nothing. There was nothing at the time when I bought it uh, that would, that would go toe to toe and survive. So, the warden, I still stand by, and it's the one I've just, I've just flown the longest uh, when it comes to my, um, my fighters, and it's because it's the one I've, I've always practiced with and became a proficient fighter with. So, how did, um, how did you feel about the rework on it once you got the new version of it? 
I, I, I love the improvements. I think um, I love that CIG was able to listen and um, take that feedback and criticism and, and they ran in the in the positive direction. And that's what I love about a company that actually listens. And so the warden now, even though people have their complaints and some people, it may not be their top dog anymore. Uh, for me, it's it's kind of like how, how Kemi was. He, he, that's his Aurora. That's his baby. For me, it was it was the um, warden. Now, I'm not a, a master gunner with it, like like say Kemi's with his Aurora, but um, but yeah, that's the one I feel most comfortable in. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your secondary? Uh, Ion only because I want one, and I I, I just <laughs> I've been I'm waiting patiently for it, and it, uh, it looks too good to be true. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, I, not the Ion, the Inferno. I have the Inferno. Inferno. Okay, I chose the Inferno. And that, with, yeah, those have those, are those size sevens on that. What what do you remember what the size is on those? On uh, that? Let me look. Who makes that thing anyway? I've forgotten. Who makes the Inferno? It's Crusader Industries, and that's the size size 7, man. I have the Inferno. Yeah, it's the size 7s. Wow. That's crazy. It's a beast. My my upgrade, yeah. So, yeah, it's a sweet ship, and and, um, I want to see how how that cannon will do for short round bursts on on smaller targets. You know, it's really, I want to know. I I want to see how powerful that gun will be. You know, it's interesting because these ships, both the but the Ion and the Inferno, right? They both yeah. emphasize that that gun is important to those ships, and I really have to think that they're going to have some type of special cooling that allows them yeah. to maximize that use. Where normal fighters, you do run into that issue with coolers and everything else. These are big guns, size sevens, and I can't imagine the heat generation that's going to come off of them. So it'll be really interesting, mm-hmm. as you said, to see. Um, you know that you know it looks kind of crazy. You know, it's it's got a beautiful design, right? But you just figure, mm-hmm. man, that one gun. But a size seven gun, we haven't seen anything getting hit with a size seven. Well, what got me the most is teams. that completely changed the dynamic uh, of the ship lineup for me. Because to me, the tank buster was the Gladius, even though on paper mm-hmm. it wasn't. To me, when I look at it, that that appears to be my my um, I'm sorry, Warthog. Mm-hmm. The Gladius appears to be my Warthog, mm-hmm. but. Now the inferno, the inferno became my A10 warthog. It became my tank buster. Okay. Um, because whenever they did the unveiling, they talked about the weapons they wanted to use, and they built a web, They built a ship around the weapon that they were they were um, wanting to put into the game, mm-hmm. and that is the exact same thing that uh, um, uh, Northrop Grumman did when they made the warthog. They mm-hmm. built a, a, a plane specifically around that weapon. And because they did that, they were able to get a lot more out of it. And that's why it survived as a warthog. The A-10 survives for so long. And it's because it's a workhorse and they, they knew the advantages and disadvantages of having a big, powerful cannon like that. Mm-hmm. And it's a big ship. I don't know if you guys can see on the image there. Yeah, it's a big right one. below the cockpit, you can see the pilot standing right beneath it. And that thing is big. It is It is not small. It's so it's a heavy fighter. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's a heavy. Big, yeah. You know uh, what? Yeah, go ahead, Kimmy. You guys made this conversation so compelling. I, I got to chime in on this. The fact that we are now entering the phase of Star Citizen where we're, we're seeing a, a, a lowering of the armistice system now. And so, you know, with the advent of the Crusader coming onto the forefront, that, that's what we're going to start seeing. This particular ship, because the manufacturer is right there in Orison. Man. <laughs> it's going to be yeah, some funny, funny video with people coming in, starting stuff, <laughs> acting up, and then all of a sudden you get hailed by these NPC Crusader Ares ships. 
and you're gonna see ballistics <laughs> all over the damn place. <laughs> it's like <laughs> we told you not to act up. <laughs> is this whole universe celebrating the Fourth of July at the That's same funny. time? Exactly. <laughs> All colors. You're gonna see the All rainbow colors. Just everywhere. Scheme Run, thank you so much for the yes. two month sub. We really appreciate oh, that. And Pure Falcon, I thank you for the follow. That. Thank you, thank you. Oh, um, let me throw something Thanks. at you guys. And I, man, you just messed my head up, Kimmy, when you said that. We've been predicting what are we going to see between now and 4.0, right? You know, like what are the things that CIG could possibly do? Yeah, big uh, boxing. And, you know, I didn't give any thought. I've been putting these predictions about ships that could possibly come out for either IAE or end of the year. Mm-hmm. This ship has been on the table for a while. Do you it's think there's priority. a possibility that we could see either of these ships get dropped in flight-ready mode? Or do you think they're just too far away? Because, you know, CIG tells us about a lot of stuff, but then there's some stuff, which they've done, they just drop it. Do you think these are far away away, this particular ship, the Ion in the uh, in the Inferno? Or do you think, uh, eh, who knows? Because what, this got introduced, what, like a year and a half ago, yes. roughly? Yes. Mm-hmm. And you need to feel that. You need to feel Orson in, right? You you need the Hercules. You need the Crusader to, to, to add to the aspect of that lore of what Orson is all about and the Absolutely. fact that they're lowering down that armistice zone now and it's like okay are they just going to put towers or uh, gunnery stations like the size 10 mm. out there or are they going to really start incorporating NPCs now that they're getting these uh, pathfinding ways of the NPCs so you know that that's a great uh, segue for them to start testing those pathways for NPCs especially Absolutely. with Orson and say oh you want to act up we got you on vector okay Fireworks, okay. let's make it happen. Okay. Flawed says, no chance on them. All right, Flawed. <laughs> we'll, we'll take that. No, and, and it's a, re- hey, a reasonable point. But I, like, I, I do like Kimmy's idea, though, that once Orison comes online, there may be a valid reason for having Crusader ships now patrolling yeah. that area. So I like oh, his yeah. idea. I that think, we I think we'll see a, pri- a priority of those yeah, ships. I think, when... Yeah, I think it's a yes. great possibility. But it may not be until Orson. We know that's not like going to happen next month. So let's just, we don't want to worry about that. Okay, um, let's see. We were going to, was somebody going to throw out a ship? Did you throw out your ship yet? Who, who was next? I forgot. I lost track of who was talking. A 10th can go. Was okay. a 10th uh, next? Yeah. Um... What's my ship? Uh, Warden, hands down. The um, again, I'm, I'm similar to Pars. Uh, I moved uh, when when I uh, started uh, my org and then uh, started uh, playing with Vector 27 uh, as well. The the Warden for me was one of those ships that was like, hey, we're all spinning up um, and we're gonna go do X thing, you know. So you're you're trying to get into something that's gonna be a uh it's going to help out a lot and um the warden is it was great is great for that um and i know a lot of people have since moved away from the warden and have their gripes mm-hmm. about the warden um but the 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 warden for me is always going to be that ship when when the crew spins up and they're about to go do something mm-hmm. this will probably be the ship that i jump in if it's needed that every, we're going to go fight and this is the ship I'm going to bring, right? Um, yeah. uh, it, you know, typically V27 is, you know, we're, we're riding around in, in other types of ships and doing other kinds of missions. Uh, but if it's a fighting mission, I know this is going to come out. Um, with that said, I have both the Inferno and the Ion. And I'm, again, looking forward to how they both fly and feel. I think someone mentioned in chat 
how they might be a little bit more uh, bulky to compensate for the tremendous amount of firepower that they have, right? <laughs> so it just kind of depends. Um, so with that said, I don't honestly, Griff, I don't know if I would throw out any ship in this category. I know yeah. my wife loves the Hurricane, mm-hmm. um, and she likes to pilot. Uh, she likes to get in the gunner seat with that one. Um, and that's a that's a deadly ship too in the hands of a of a of a great pilot, gunner. right? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like that's a it's a really great ship, and it looks cool too. So all these ships in the heavy category, like I would honestly say that we could do with more that are flyable right now, right? That are straight up heavyweights, toe to toe. Like we can, and I know there's stuff coming out about um, RSI's new entry, the Odin. And what that might you know look like as a gunship or, or whatnot, but the 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 more heavy ships you might have, the better the you might stretch the floor a little bit um, on what the options could be. Mm-hmm. I know that I, what could I what would I love to see? Um, I, I actually I don't know I don't know I, maybe I throw it out to you guys as a manu- manufacturer that you know RSI is coming up, but what would be another manufacturer that you guys would say? could add a heavy hitter to their line. Mm. Our side needs some love. Yeah, RSI, <laughs> RSI definitely. definitely. Yeah. 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 Um, RSI definitely needs the love. I, I totally agree. If you're going to put one, if, if anybody needs a, a heavy, it's it's RSI right now. Mm-hmm. I'd put them even above MISC putting something in. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. MISC has its... Yeah. The, yeah, that's a... Space trucking is a certain... Yeah. I mean, that's there's a reason this, that MISC isn't on on that list yeah. yeah and i think it's and i like and I, and I really do when you sent this to me earlier i really appreciated the fact that it wasn't on there mm-hmm. even yeah. though they yeah. have variants themselves mm-hmm. um i really appreciate the fact mm-hmm. that it wasn't <laughs> okay cool uh kimmy oh let me oh let me say this about the hurricane too uh i think the hurricane needs a little bit more for people to go back and look at it because if you remember most people didn't mess with it because turrets were so jacked up and since they fixed her, it's people who've jumped in it swear that it is the coolest thing. And the deadliest, one of the deadliest things out there. So for those of us who retired the hurricane because, you know, it just you, you couldn't do anything with the turret, the word now is it's definitely worth a second look and taking a look at it. So, Kimmy, what about you and that heavy class? What are you looking at? I'm having an OMG moment here, alignment of stars, moons, and everything. It's a total eclipse right here. Uh, it's a consensus, right? Um, you guys are brilliant, man. Yeah, and <laughs> and it has to be uh, the warden. Mm-hmm. It has to be the the airy series. Um, her- heralding back to when the wardens were uh, a concept, and uh, not going through all the details, but essentially what uh, RSI said in regards to the warden, it was to go. This single ship went. It's, it's legendary. This single ship went into Vandal space, handled its business, and because of the fact that the the, the it, it was so tough, so so versatile, it came back with one engine, but it handled its business in Vandal space as a solo ship. Yep. And they stuck to the narrative. They stuck to that concept of what the warden is all about. So, I would say if you are a pure pvp and you're just walking in the door and saying okay i i know this is my career i know i want to do this but i'm i need that time to build up my skill set 
the warden is the choice ship in regards to taking that damage, taking the punishment, but delving out so much more. Mm -hmm. Um, So, number one, clearly. Mm -hmm. Now, when you're talking about the Ares, as long as you can stay, you keep that target pinpointed and you keep away. You keep them. Yeah, you keep you keep your target on that that chip mm-hmm. and you start punching and a, a few shots here or there. So you're going to do considerable damage. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's my one and two. But honorable mention to the hurricane, mm-hmm. uh, as yeah. Griff said, the uh, the turrets were a little bored. But now that we've got turret gameplay mechanics dialed in a little more, uh, that's something to consider. Even though when you compare them with that one and two of the Warden and the Ares, it's a glass tiger. But yeah, it will it will punch you, though. Mm-hmm. And it's you can incorporate one other player in that ship. But yeah, by far, mm-hmm. Warden and Ares. Honorable mention to the Hurricane. Nice, nice. nice. Very, very cool. Okay, we're moving into our Fifth category out of six guys, we're getting there. Uh, this category is unique because there's only one ship <laughs> that fits into this category. It just one has a different layout than the other one. You have no choice, and that is the yeah. saber and the saber comet. As you guys know, one has a different skin and it's a different uh, mm-hmm. loadout. Uh, but the saber, and I guess what I want to ask everybody, I'll start with uh, Kimmy this time. Since he just went last, just kind of just give me your yay or nay. Are you into the comet or 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 no? Uh, I think the comet was just. Um, I think it was labeling. I mean, when you, we were talking about the sabers, I, I, I go back to what the concept was. I'm looking at them as a whole, right? I'm, 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 I may be going off track here, but looking at the sabers as a whole, uh, Chris mentioned that to what the the. Um, the Hornet was Damn. the saber is the ninja of the ships, mm-hmm. and so it, it handles really, really well. Uh, and I think that's it's one of its advantages of how it handles. But uh, it, it's kind of a pass for me. You prefer I, the Hornet, I, I get you the prefer concept. The Hornet over it, you prefer the Hornet over it, yeah. Other than the Raven, okay. uh, it, it uses a, a defensive mechanism to 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 be a part of its advantage where it has the uh, electric magnetic pulse mm-hmm. to kind of dampen or electronics for a couple of minutes. But hold the Raven, hold the Raven thought because that's in our next category. Okay. Just stick with either the comic okay. or the saber. Yep. I got you. I got you though. So, but you still kind of prefer between, I mean, it's a fighter. Mm-hmm. You would take your yeah. Hornet over a saber. Yes. I would have to take yeah. the Hornet because you're talking about if we're, we're talking walking in the door and say, I want to do PVP. Mm-hmm. This, the, uh, the Hornet is going to have more of, of, uh, I, I would say, uh, more bulk to it. Uh, okay. more, a little, a little more invulnerability mm-hmm. as far as taking damage. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Pars, how about you? Saber, yay or nay or? It's a unique class of ship. And I think it, it definitely has its place on the battlefield. Um, Saber, Saber has the comet has its place, um, and so does the saber. And and I think that when it comes to looking at it as it as a ship that it, it's supposed to be, for me when I look at it, it's a first strike ship. Um, that's that's the that's an offensive ship only because um, the the only really advantage you have is your your stealth ability, and so you you're the only really play you can get with that is is with a first strike or an ambush type advantage. And um, it can serve beautifully, but the big problem is whenever you start moving from from just the regular saber to a stealth, 
down to the Saber Comet. And the Comet in its current configuration is is far below um, its its standard. It's just it's just really substandard in my opinion. And the reason is um, the shotgun ballistics are, are not even close to what it should be. And if you want to be stealth, you're going to have to be much closer. And you'll already be able to visibly see your target, be able to visibly see the saber before, I mean, before you, you can be hit by the, the rounds. Mm. So it totally, in my opinion, there's this pointless at that point to have shotgun rounds because mm. the dude can already see me. Why am I, why did I have stealth at all? But I have to get that close. So if you reconfigure it to keep your distance and maintain a, a quick strike in and out, it's a great ship for a strike for initial strike package, but you're going to need to bring in other ships um, to reinforce it, to keep the battle going. But it's not a, it's not a, a sustained fighter and it, they don't BS you when it comes to it. Every, you, you know, it, when you fly it, it's, it's not a sustained fighter. It won't last long in a fight. Um, but if you jump on a guy first, it, it, it can be advantageous. It really can be, but you have to know what you're doing. Okay. Envoy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I did not, I was either typing too quickly and I should have put the Hornet ghost in this category. So oh, yeah, the ghost. let's uh, move that into this category. Uh, and Kimmy, I'm going to kind of still shift a little bit back to you. Now that the Hornet Ghost is in there, would you prefer a Hornet when it comes to stealth capability? I know that, and here's the key, and please remember this waiver chat, stealth is not in the game, technically. So be yeah, aware yeah. that the full aspect of what stealth is, we're just taking a stab at what we think stealth will be about. Kimmy, would you prefer the mechanics of the way the Hornet flies and have stealth, or would you want to have the Saber the way it flies? And I feel like you're going to say Hornet just because... Obviously, no. I mean, it makes sense because it's yeah. it's just basically a hornet, but with stealth capability, right? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of catch twenty two because when you we talk about uh, PvP and that aspect, then you would shift to hornet, but then you're talking about uh, the stealth aspect, the the footprint uh, of that of those capabilities. Supposedly, the saber is supposed to have more. Uh, well, better stealth capabilities because it's it's because of its profile. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a catch twenty two when you're talking about okay, you use stealth to gain that advantage to then uh, start the 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 PVP process. Mm -hmm. That's boy seven seven five seven. Thanks for that's boy. Thank you, thank you, nice. thank you. But uh, yeah, I mean, purely coming from PVP, I would go with the Hornet. Okay, fair enough. Um, fair enough. Yep. Okay. Sigma tenth. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me parse. Yeah. Let me par Let me get parse first. Parse. Would you would you would go with the hornet? Nah. Yeah. Would you go with the hornet would, or the saber? I wouldn't would necessarily change. They're they're both they're both first strikers, and the hornet might last a little. It will last a little bit longer in the fight. Okay. Um. So I, you know what? In that case, I might switch. I mean, they're both going to be. They're both going to accomplish their goal. So, but under the circumstances, I would think that hornet would probably survive a little bit okay. longer. Yeah. Cool. Tenth. How about you? You know, um, we're talking about stealth. Um, I'm not sure. I, I stayed away from the the sabers, um, primarily because I'm not a, a stealth fighter. If I have to fight, I'm just going to fight. I'm going to find myself in a situation where it's just, let's go at this. Um, I'm, I'm going to just veer off of the fighter route and just mention that if I had to take a stealth anything, it would probably be an eclipse. Even though it's it's not a you know we're we're not we're talking about fighters tonight, um, but if it to, to me it's more like if you have to engage in a stealth manner, 
um, you're gonna go there. Th- this is this is how I'm, this is how I'm reading that, right? Like, if you have oh. to do that, what type of fighter would you take? Well, certainly for your very uh, uh, capable pilots, they could do anything. You know, I think most people might want to choose a ghost um, over a saber, or you know, whatever the community falls. Uh, they have a ship that they're going to go to to do stealth, and it's a it's a small segment of the community that were re- that what's really cool about this is your pilots that will become stealth pilots are going to get paid so much money, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you are really good at that, or you have a a, a paramilitary group or an org that's good at hitting and then receding into the darkness, mm-hmm. um, you're never going to know, right? You're never going to know yeah. how to engage with these guys and what kind of things they employ. And I think that in- includes FPS as well. But um, taking what's mm-hmm. on the list right now, I'd probably pass on both of those okay. um, for something that's more, uh, you know, toe-to-toe, I should say. Gotcha. I-, I would say this about these ships, and I can't wait until we see a stealth mechanic come in, because imagine having this type of ship, either a ghost or a saber, escorting your prowler in when you're going in to do a night mission. You know, we again, we haven't seen what these stealth capabilities oh, nice. will be, but but it will be so cool <laughs> to know that there are ships capable of, you know, in some way or other using that technology as well as night flying to get in and get out. So I, I think that'll be really great for me. Hate to say it, guys. I've always been a saber guy. I told you earlier, the Hornet has never resonated with me and I have a saber comet uh, and I've, I've always loved the ship. Uh, I, I hate to say it, aesthetics have me just as much as the capability does. I think it's a beautiful Dude, ship. I bought um, one just for the aesthetics alone. <laughs> I, I did. It really, I, that's, that's probably my one regret non-buyback was was not getting back my Saber Comet because I loved that library. It was so yeah. gorgeous looking. Yeah. Collection. Yeah, I'm like you. I actually had melted. I mean, the guys on the show know this, but I melted everything that was less than $300 and said I'd be willing to work for it in game. And that ship fell into that category. And then I was flying around. You know, they always give you the Hornet, right? And I'm flying around this Hornet. I'm like, I'm yeah. not digging this Hornet. And I went back and bought it. I broke my rule just because <laughs> I, I love the Comet for a fighter. So that that's that's my ship. Um, nothing against the Hornet Ghost because, once again, we haven't seen it. I'm looking at this image of it, though. It looks very cool. Uh, and I love the fact that out of that Hornet series that they have all these different types of Hornets. And it's not just the one, you know, just the one base Hornet and then the Hornet Super. I, I love the fact that they have all these variants. Uh, and I'm sure people will embrace it, you know, once it comes out and we get that stealth mechanic in the game. Yeah. Hey, okay. Griff. Yeah, buddy. You know what's interesting with the statements that we've made and the the, the statements that ch- uh, chat is adding in there or uh, chiming in on? Mm-hmm. There's so many layers to this conversation when oh, we're yeah. talking about... Uh, how do we approach this? And it's, it's like, for me, it's my, my statement is coming from the point of entry level, maybe, you know, what's the star citizen thing? Uh, I definitely want to do PVP. I I love that type of uh, concept of of a ship taking out another ship and you're walking into the game for the first time. And then the layers of the, the, the chat are saying, well, based upon this, I don't agree because I know what this, uh, this ship is about, yeah. or I've come to learn what this ship is going to do. Mm-hmm. So it changes. But when you're talking about all these different layers, there's no right or wrong. It's right. just uh, the, the vantage point of what that person has experienced or, or 
just saying, well, this person's going to walk into the game, do this when you're first introducing yourself to Star yeah. Citizen. Mm -hmm. Very that's, interesting, that's, though. It's a good point, Kimmy, because, you know, a lot of times when this all this stuff started, for those of us who've been around for a little while, it there were people who didn't understand why are there so many ships, right? Why are there so many? But just from our conversation that we're having, just the four of us and chat, everybody has this certain thing that they look for and and, they, and they'll swear by right i mean i'm sure there's somebody out there who will swear that a uh, aurora lx is the best fighter out there you know what i mean that's <laughs> that's their thing right yeah. so i mean but you're right kimmy it is very unique that it, this ship it, the game can be very different for different people and so uh, i'm glad that cig just didn't limit us to four ships and that's it you know take your pick which one but not only do you have multiple ships on this list, but you've got so many variations that you can configurations with components. You know, certain people will like certain coolers over other coolers. Some people will like certain weapons over other weapons. And that's going to keep the game vibrant for me, as, at least as far as I'm concerned. I think that's going to be really helpful. All right. Our last category, gang, we'll be getting ready to wrap this up. Interdictors. Now, some of you guys may remember that interdictor was a term that was applied to other ships at one point, and then CIG kind of flipped a few ships and put them into this category. Uh, so let's talk about which ones that, they're, that they suggest. They say the Avenger Stalker is an interdictor. The Buccaneer, interdictor. Uh, Saber Raven, interdictor. 325A. Cutlass Blue, Vanguard Sentinel, Avenger Warlock. And some of these ships have kind of specialized things that they do too. So let me uh, go ahead and hit with 10th. I'm going to hit with you this time first. Uh, which one of those is the ones in your primary and your secondary that you would grab? So uh, 325A, definitely. That is the, that's a, a primary go-to for uh, solo play for me um, mm -hmm. in this category. Um, wonder great why. ship. I wonder why. <laughs> do I have to explain it to everybody? I no. can do it. It's not no. a problem. Don't, don't, don't get them started. Don't get them started. All 50 viewers and no the four of us understand no exactly what you mean. I, just, I want to make sure we're on the same page about it. Just, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so you got a 325. Um, and I've always been a fan of the uh, the adventure series, uh, the, the the warlock. Um, the um, the Avenger Warlock and having the EMP in the back um, is uh, a cool thing. I, and and the thing was like uh, if if I were to jump into I think the the Sentinel is the is the other one with the uh, the e, the the was web, the E War uh, was the E War package. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the E War package in it. Um, I like how that flies too. So it's a toss up for me on both of those Warlock and the Sentinel. If I had to go into this category, I'm thinking about um tacklers right which by the way so is uh would, would the mantis be considered an interdictor no believe well? it or not it what well, i thought it would be but they did not drop that in the list believe it or not oh, that's interesting yep. yeah 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 yep i agree see dark knight gets it origin for life like i don't know what you guys <laughs> problem is. So, oh it gives me a headache <laughs> Uh, okay, so let me. I'll just wrap up my portion here. I do the 325 and probably the Sentinel or the Warlock based on if I'm flying with a group or not um, as my number two. Okay. And then uh, the thing that I'll toss out this deal, you got to get this Buccaneer out of here, man. Uh, this this just you just got to get it out. It's not it's not doing anything, you know. Like really? it's uh, I'm not a fan. I'm just I, I mean, could it could it have a place? It's it's a zippy ship. It's very fast. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you were now, I don't know how is the Buccaneer 
if the Buccaneer could be the same speed as it's uh, as the Herald uh, from Drake, uh, I mean, I mean, the Buccaneer is pretty fast. Look, and let me and yeah. let me do this before, and I don't mean to cut you it's off. It's a Mustang. I, I don't, yeah, I don't want to cut you off, but I want to make sure everybody understands what interdictors are, or what an interdiction is. And I'm going to read you guys the definition because everybody has this version of what they think interdicting is. It says, and this is this is just a general definition that comes up. It says is a military term for the act of delaying, disrupting, or destroying enemy forces or supplies that are en route to a battle area. So a lot of times, when, if you guys remember in the game, when you'd be traveling, you'd get pulled out of quantum. They would call that interdicting. They were interrupting you while you're on your way somewhere. So we want to make sure everybody understands what the purpose of these ships are. Uh, in relation to interdiction, that, that's what they're supposed yeah. to be. Okay, it's very it's very specialized, right? Like mm-hmm. you're not you're you're gonna get pilots that think about their role differently if they're flying a ship in this class, mm-hmm. right? You're not gonna be thinking about like for me, um, in the in the in the three twenty five, I'm not necessarily again thinking about how am I gonna take on uh, another ship toe to toe, right? I'm gonna be thinking about how I might skirt around. Or how I might get myself out of a pinch or something. Uh oh, we lost tenth. Uh oh, something got disconnected. That's sorry, that's there nice, my boy. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Give me just a second. Yeah, no problem. And, and by the way, uh, someone just dropped another correction in for me, and it was in relation to uh, I'm trying to find out who it was who suggested it. <laughs> Who was that that suggested about the mantis? You are absolutely right. The mantis does fall into the category, but not interdiction. They have it down for stealth. So that's two ships I missed. That's what I get uh, for rushing. That's what I get for two ships they rushing. They kind of relabeled it, guys. They call I know. it the quantum the enforcement ship. I know. Now. It used to be uh, right. That's exactly. right. They do. Yeah, quantum they enforcement. Do. It's an they enforcement do. ship. They, call yeah. it, they, they consider it military stealth now. So that's interesting that it's not an interdictor. And I would, I would have thought... That it was an interdictor as well. So again, this is CIG's listing, guys. I know we've used it for interdiction, and the idea for it is uh, that it is an interdictor, and I would agree that it is. But they have it under stealth, which is really weird to me. Just uh, recently, that is interesting. I'm just looking at the just, site. I just recently, mm-hmm. this happened to me. I was about to maybe jump into quantum, and then the inf- the law enforcement's came over my uh, comms, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the you uh, something. This is a uh, enforcement detector, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And so I go in the external view, and I turn around, and I look, and I see um, what are the two usual ships? They had three ships this time, right? Yeah. I'm in a uh, Origin 135C, and I look, I look around, I see two of the, 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 the most common ships they use, right? And then I noticed it was the Mantis was there because they had the wow. red glow. And they were like, okay, if, you're gonna th- if you think you're going to do a quantum jump, we're going to jack you up. And I'm like, come on, guys, really? I'm trying to take damn medical supplies, and you're harassing me? But you know what, Kimmy? It makes perfect sense because before they would pull you out of quantum and stop you. And there really wasn't a ship that could do that that was in the group. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. it, Before, yeah. it'd be these ships, but a Cutlass Black doesn't have a quantum device in it. So it, it does make sense that maybe they've put that in there now. But that's a good point. Very, very good point. Yeah. But, Kimmy, you were supposed to show your origin card. They just let you ride. Sure <laughs> Damn. Uh, it's just a thing. I mean, they just scratched the paint. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, did you throw out anything? Uh, did, would, I'm sorry, Stent, did you throw out something? 
Yeah, I'm uh, that buck is out. The here, buccaneer. Man. Okay, that's right. I you said the buccaneer. Okay, all right, uh, Kimmy, I'll go to you on this one. We'll let uh, Pars wrap us up on this. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I gotta, I gotta agree. I'm gonna go ahead and throw out the buck. Mm. And what was the? Uh, we're you talking the interdiction, right? Yeah, right, interdiction. Avenger Stalker, Buccaneer, Saber Raven, three twenty-five A, Cutlass Black, Vanguard Sentinel, or the Warlock. Uh, oh yeah, because the the Cutty Blue has that capability. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about. Oh God, that's a tough one, man. It's <clears> tough. <throat> Um, because I, the reason why I have to go with the cutlass blue is the fact that the first iteration, which was the, the warlock and the uh, Raven, right? Mm-hmm. That was the first iteration of these interdiction mm-hmm. ships. So they're going to have to go back and balance and redial that up mm-hmm. and bring it up to the modern tech. So I would have to go with the cutlass blue because if you're going to stop or interdict someone, mm-hmm. get ready for a damn fight. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to be pissed, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. whether it's the NPC or actual person. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would have to go with Cutlass Blue because it's armed to the teeth. It has the um, the capabilities to really shut things down. And I think they've learned from uh, what they did with the Anvil Hawk as far as that being in that category of mm-hmm. interdicting or going after a, a mark or a target Mm-hmm. That you you're then you're able to engage the enemy if you if you're telling them hey you, I got a, a I got a contract to bring you in, and then they they decide screw you, and then you can take them out. You have that capability definitely with the Cutlass Blue, mm-hmm. and the fact that the interdiction tech is dialed up and it's straight on, it's it's on point right now. Right, thank you, Pure Falcon. You're right. I, we were talking about that, remembering when they distinguish interdiction versus interceptors. Thank you, because 325 mm-hmm. was listed as an interceptor previously. So thank you for mentioning that, Kimmy. Which one would you throw out out of that list there? I'm going with 10th, man. He dialed it in perfectly. Oh, it's the buck. buck. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right, Pars, it's on you. Which one are you uh, favoring here? Well, um, I think Kimmy kind of nailed it only because the two ships that I, re- I was going to choose are only because I don't own the Cuddy Blue and because um, the two reasons alone that he chose, which was its, its interdictability and its and it's firepower mm-hmm. and because i i own a raven because i have an octane drive mm-hmm. i i i use it because it's there so mm-hmm. i became proficient with the raven in its early iter- iteration for the interdictor and it worked great it was i loved it and i would always have a partner with me because i could never i could never be alone mm-hmm. and i would usually if i could it would be a sentinel or a warlock mm-hmm. so and 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 i would maintain the distance after the pop let my buddy go in and finish him off with the missiles and so it's great that the blue does still function that way. And, and um, but I think after a rework, the Raven might, in, I'm hoping it might have a little bit more pop than the blue because it's, it's primarily, it's, it's, it's purpose driven to be the interdictor as a, as a cutty blue is more an interdictor and also a, a law enforcement vehicle. So it's, it's not meant to, it's meant to just stop particular things and you can only, Laws will only limit you so much, but the Saber Raven doesn't have to follow any sort of laws. So it, in my mindset, so they can let, you know, the manufacturing company can sit there and let them be a little bit more free and have them have those bigger, um, you know, interdicting capabilities than, than the law enforcement variants. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. my opinion. And that's why my hope is with the rework, we'll see a minutia of an improvement for that. But yeah, my, my initial mind was to go right to the, the Raven and, and a Sentinel. Um, because that was a combo punch for me. 
and I would I would love taking and doing um and doing some hunting with the, some bounty hunting work with that because okay. it's quick. You can pop in really quick with that raven because mm-hmm. it's very very maneuverable. <clears throat> get get your target quick, and that's why I use the missiles because you have that distance that you can have, and you have those missiles that will close the distance quick. Mm-hmm. So then you just you pair it that way. So you go in for the quick pop because he's vulnerable now, and then you let the missiles destroy him really quickly. And if you time it right, you can have the missiles already in transit before you're able to pop your your um, your uh, interdictor, the, whatever it is. And um, and so you'd see the shield drop, and then it would just fall. The missiles would still be just out of pulse mm-hmm. range, and then they would go right in and hit the target. So again, like that's those are just combos that I've used over the years. But now knowing that the, the you know the blues out there again, I don't own it. But that would be the my go-to at that point would be a, to take a blue out there if it's capable of of doing both things at once. Mm-hmm. Now imagine doubling that up, and now you can get twice as much bounty or twice as much loot in, in the time it takes to do it for once. So mm-hmm. okay, you Smithy, know what, Smithy, Smithy Joe Bob, thank sure. you, thank you for the follow. That's uh, I, you make a great point with that. Uh, this is the way. We got a crew up for sure. <laughs> right on point. Right on point. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna throw. Oh, what, what ship are you throwing out, uh, Pars? Uh, if I, I'd be a buck. The buck. Okay. Yeah, the buck. I'm gonna the say this. Not, well, not, wait, wait. Nyla said something here. He said the buck is a pest that can kill you. <laughs> that can it kill is. you. And and, and many of you it guys, have, many of you guys, I've had this happen where you get a buccaneer that's on you for some reason. And you spend twenty freaking minutes trying to nail that thing because it's it's it moves around so quickly and it's hard to target. The thing the, a lot of people talk about with the buccaneer is that it feels like it's a bit of a glass cannon. There's a little bit of worry about if you take out a wing or an engine, you take out all your guns as well. So people don't like that aspect of it. But um, but I will say this in relation to interdiction as a singular ship, nah. But imagine eight of these suckers coming off of a Drake. Uh, what's the, the big sure. ship? The, the Kraken. Oh, release the Kraken. The Kraken. Yeah, yeah, release that Kraken. And those things are hitting you, man. Whatever you're doing, you got to stop doing it because they'll pound on you and wear your butt out. So that, that it's not my ship, but bunch. but when we throw it out, I think it's because oh, we're looking at the singular aspect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what the me, hell? I'm like, how that shit and get that shit out? God, that's specific. <laughs> is that a solar flare? Specific shit. Got a solar flare. It's gonna be yeah. a Toyota in there, man. Pars, yeah, Pars. I'm gonna go with you, Saber Raven, um, because it's free. You know, I didn't pay for it. You know, I, I yeah. paid for a drive. Same. So, I, so I, <laughs> I'm just teasing. Okay, well, I'm but, saying, I'll no, no, but I love the Saber Raven. Uh, and I agree with you that they they've got to go back and rework it though. It needs to be the powerful ship for interdiction when it comes yes. to that. So if they do that, then yeah, it steps up into the class. The Cuddy Blue, I put second only because of its versatility. It has, uh, it has the uh, not just the interdiction for stopping, but it has the thing to keep you from jumping. It's got tons of missiles on it. You've got the bounty hunting aspect of it, which is great. Uh, so it's got a lot to it. And of course, if you, I'm sure you can probably gun it up even more than what it is. And yeah. some of you guys will remember that when we first got interdiction or quantum blocking in the game, how the Avenger Warlock was a pain in the butt because people were you were flying over some moon, looking at the looking at the you know the landscape, and all of a sudden your power just went out. You know, and guys would just watch <laughs> you plow into the surface of the moon, um, which was, and people did that so much back in the day. Um, 
but anyway, that that's it on on those ships. So uh, yeah, we, we've covered everything, guys, today uh, in relation to the things that we liked. Uh, let me wrap it up with getting very quickly from everybody. If there was one ship, one fighter, that is your go-to fighter off of these entire six categories: snub, light, medium, heavy, stealth fighter, and interdictor. And and, and chat, please feel free to chime in as well. What's your one go-to fighter? that we have on the list. Let's start with uh, 10th. Warden. The Warden. Okay, okay. Kimmy. Warden. Wow. Two for the Warden. Wow, okay. No, not two, brother. (laughs) Three for the Warden. Three for the Warden. Not two, man. Uh, Okay, okay. It looks like the Warden is overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly run. I'm still going to hang with my saber. I still like my saber. The Warden is beautiful. No, the Warden warden is beautiful. It really is. I don't... The weird thing, you know what, Kimmy? I don't own any heavy fighters. And I probably... Uh, not heavy fighters, yeah, medium awesome. fighters. Um, other than that, no, it's a heavy fighter. And and, yeah. and 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 the one I wanted was the Harbinger, but that gets into bombers, right? Yeah. But I but I didn't, and I was ready to buy it, Kimmy. You know what made me stop? They cut that fourth torpedo out. And they reduced it, and I'm not kidding. I'm yeah. not kidding. That is the yeah. most expensive of all of the Warden ships, and it was yeah. supposed to have four size fives or size sixes in it, and they cut it out. And I and this is what I said they should do. They should get rid of that bed on the opposite side, and they should put three on one side and three on the other. If they put six in that sucker, then to me it's worth it because it's 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 medium range or long range, whatever it is. But it needs to have more than three torpedoes in it. Three, I mean, it just it, to me it's not worth making a long range run with only three torpedoes. So I, that's but that got me mad about that ship. So what ship was it? I'm sorry, what are we talking about? The Harbinger, Harbinger. the, oh, Van, the yeah, Vanguard Harbinger. Harbinger. Yeah. Uh, but that was the only heavy ship that I was really kind of interested in was that one. But uh, everybody got to share some really great thoughts here in relation to the different ships in the game. Um, and thank you guys for, for hanging in there with us and, and all the information that you guys gave us in chat today. Uh, let's close out. Let's uh, start with Kimmy. Kimmy, where can people find you, see you? Tell them. Okay, I want to say this real quick to round this out, mm-hmm. to bring it full circle. At the start of the show, I, it was kind of like a joke analogy of, the comparing of the new Aurora LN to the old gritty veteran LN. With that said, with fighting and PvP type ships, one aspect is getting that ship uh, based on you playing PvP and its different strengths. Mm -hmm. But the other aspect, when I said, uh, what did the old veteran Aurora said to the new one? It says, uh, yeah, you're off the uh, showroom floor, you're brand new, but I got guts. Mm-hmm. With that said, it's about customizing those components mm-hmm. and adding in those other functionalities to your ship that you say is is your ship. So you actually get an extra punch or extra value uh, in your ability to do PvP based on how you customize it, eventually down the road. But yeah, You'll catch me on Kimmy65 on Twitch, uh, just like the name below me. Uh, you'll find me on Twitch, and uh, I'm there, man. I'm chilling. Uh, music, uh, gameplay, talk about the game. It's my passion, so come on in. Let's hang out. Awesome, awesome. Tenth, where can people find you? Uh, not streaming so much anymore, but you'll find me on uh, Soul Citizens, uh, Channel 27 News here with Pars, and when I'm not there... Uh, in the Vector 27 uh, Discord, clowning around, talking about the game, and having a great community. So, 
That's where and, I'm at. And these guys are just so you know, Vector Twenty Seven guys are up usually. If you guys are like late night people, late. because a lot of them are on the West Coast, they're a great group to catch up with, and they do stuff on. Was it Wednesday nights you guys were doing stuff, and was it First Fridays you guys? Yeah, were doing First stuff? Fridays, yeah. Wednesday nights, mm-hmm. Tuesday show. There's something going on. Yeah, there's something going on. We post usually every uh, Monday. Um, I'm fiending for my Channel Twenty Seven news, man. Come on, come on, back. We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. We we have no desire to to leave the show. Everybody wants so much to be a part of the show. We love it, but it's, awesome. It's, awesome. We have to do it in, at the volunteer time. Gotcha. All right, and Pars, real quick, sure. everybody, where they can find you again. You can find me at Twitch at Pars of All. I, I've, I've been a little AWOL for a little bit, but I am coming back starting next week, and um, we're going to be really excited to start going back to some Star Citizen again. And then uh, I just I do want to say uh, and I'm also on on Twitter same same handle but I do want to say thank you guys for having me on it's it's, it's I've watched you guys for a while and and uh, it's a pleasure to to finally uh, finally be able to say I made it uh, so I really appreciate uh, you guys bringing me on here and um, nothing but the respect for for all three of you so thank you very much well man we appreciate having you give all the folks over at Vector Twenty Seven our love thanks for well, representing yeah. them in the highest way possible we appreciate you being here. And thank all you guys for being here tonight. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on YouTube. When you go on there, make sure you guys like. Make sure you say a comment. Whether you like it, don't like it. Help us out. We'd love to hear from you guys. And, of course, we always appreciate the support you guys give us every week. Last but not least, thank you for all the people who follow tonight, all the people that subscribe tonight. And don't forget our second show friday night live which is our live talk show where you get to come on and talk with us you don't just get to sit and listen to us but you get to come onto the channel and share your thoughts about star citizen what you don't like what you do like what's the good the bad and the ugly <sighs> i think i got it all out and fast card says don't forget to buy our merchandise <laughs> we have merchandise too guys we see it on the page it, if fast. you guys want to get a shirt or you want to get a mug or you want to get a hat all that stuff is out there so we appreciate you guys you guys take care of yourself be safe and we are going to raid I Am Riles. I Am Riles. So you all make sure y'all give him a shout. Oh, this guy is incredible. And yeah, give him a shout. Tell him, uh, hey, what's up? Hang out. Follow him. Uh, send him some love. And as always, we want to tell you guys. Oh, hey, and Griff. Yeah, buddy. Don't forget. Don't forget to vote, citizens. Citizen, oh, don't forget. Right, yeah, don't you got to vote. vote. Yeah, don't forget Addison, about the all election. The way, baby. Don't forget. We've got the, we've got the <laughs> elections the going on in the universe, so make sure you guys throw in your vote, okay? Once again, you guys take care of yourselves. Peace, love, and soul. We are out of here. <laughs>